Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello friend, and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the founder of She Lives Purposefully and the host of this podcast, and I am so thankful that you are here, and I am so excited for today's episode. It is going to be so peace-giving and beautiful, and especially if you are somebody or you know somebody who is in a waiting season. Those can be tough seasons to be in, um, but they're also actually so beautiful. And today we are just talking about encouragement for you if you are in a waiting season and it's going to be so good. Before we dive into this episode, I want to thank you guys so much um, because the podcast is still in the top 50 religion and spirituality charts on Spotify, which is absolutely mind-blowing. Yesterday it was number 17, which... I think is the the highest it's been, which is I'm I'm just mind blown. I know I already said that, but I am. Today it's 21. And then the day that this airs, I'm recording this right now, the day before this airs. So I'm not sure what it'll be the day it airs, but I am so thankful, thankful to you for listening to the podcast, for subscribing, for sharing it with your friends and encouraging and equipping them in their walk with Christ and for leaving reviews too, because that helps the podcast reach new women to be encouraged and equipped in their walk with Christ as well through the She Lives Purposely podcast. So I am just so blown away. I am so thankful. If you are a new listener to the podcast, the podcast has been growing so much and I'm just so thankful that you are here, that you're listening. My prayer for you is that you, like I've said, feel encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ, that you truly leave every single episode um, feeling, feeling that. And I'm so thankful that you are here. I'm excited too because we actually just launched some She Lives Purposefully merch, which I'm super stoked about. We launched it a week ago, which is so exciting. And honestly, I think I announced the launch last Friday and then I just went MIA and have not been talking about it at all. So this is the first time since last Friday, I think, that I've actually been talking about the merch. I'm obsessed with this merch. I have a She Lives Purposefully crew neck in the she lives purposefully pink which i love and we also have our verse on there and that verse is ephesians 2 10 for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand beforehand that we should walk in them i absolutely love that verse and then we have she lives purposefully on the back of that in this really fun font and then two um a tote bag which i have literally been using absolutely non-stop i've been basically living in this merch for a week i'm not gonna lie it's been an alpha repeater mode and i'm loving it so much i'm so upset because i actually got peanut butter on my sweatshirt the other day so i have to wash it still but um i yeah i have been wearing it because I got it dirty so that's frustrating but it's okay um anyway go check out the merch if you have not yet I'm super stoked about it and I'll link that in the show notes it's right on the shelivespurposefully.com um website so definitely go and check that out and I will link that in the show notes for you represent the mission of she lives purposefully 
and proclaiming that we all have a purpose. We are all called and um, the Lord has purpose for each and every one of us. And we're called to live that out. So I'm really excited for the merch as well. Okay. So let's dive into this episode. I don't know if you are driving home from work, maybe you're cooking and cleaning, or maybe you are sitting and you're ready with a journal. I don't know how you listen to podcasts, but however you do, I want you to be encouraged and equipped today. Um, so Jesus, I just pray for my friend, um, listening today, God, that you would be with her. You would fill her with your spirit, Jesus, and you would just speak to her today. Um, everything that you would have her to hear from this podcast, that she would be encouraged in her walk with you and that she would feel more equipped leaving this episode today as we talk about the waiting season. I pray just that you would be with her and everything that she is going through in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so let's dive into the waiting season. Friend, maybe you're not in a waiting season. Maybe you are just out of one. Maybe you don't know it, but you're approaching one, or maybe you are in it right now. Maybe you're waiting for a job. Maybe you're waiting for a spouse for a big event. Maybe you're waiting for healing in your heart, or I I don't know what you're waiting for. There can be so many things, but I do know that oftentimes when we are in that waiting season, we can confront a lot of hard feelings like discontentment, jealousy, longing, sorrow, anxiety, and we can also start to wonder at times if God really sees us. Will he really show up in our waiting season? Why are we even in a waiting season, especially when, you know, the girl next to us is not in a waiting season and she is living out every single thing that we are waiting for, I think a lot of those feelings can really come up. So today I want to talk about a few different Bible study characters in the waiting season and see all of these lessons that we can actually learn from their stories and what the Lord teaches us about that waiting season and the encouragement that he has for us in our waiting um, from, from their stories. But before I do that, I want to bring up this Bible verse. Psalm 2714 says this, and I just want to read it before we begin. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I'm just going to read that one more time. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I love that verse, but um, let's dive into these Bible study characters. And before I do, I want to tell you about one of today's supporters and sponsors for the podcast. And I am so thankful for them. This is a new sponsor and I have a deal for you with them that I'm super stoked about. Honestly, I've become obsessed with them. So definitely check them out. 311 is a faith-based business that offers so much you want to buy right now. They have hand-painted Bibles, hand-painted journals, faith-based apparel and accessories. What I'm loving from them right now is their new morning, new mercies t-shirt and their grow in grace crew neck. Okay. Also their hand-painted Esther 414 journal is stunning. And if you know me, you know, I love Esther so much. And they even have two journals based on Psalm 23. Imagine writing in that, just how beautiful that is with your hand-painted Bible and your hand-painted journal. 311 is a shop that you'll want to support 
And I have a special code for you, my podcast listeners. To find out more about them, you can visit www.311.shop. That's all spelled out. That's www.311.shop. And use the code MEGAN10 to save 10% off your first order. That's 311.shop and use the code MEGAN10 to save 10%. I'll leave that link and that code in the show notes for you to check them out. Thank you to 311 for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so I'm excited to dive into, I think I have five different Bible characters, Bible stories that we're talking about today. And what's so incredible to remember is that these Bible stories, these characters that we're talking about are real people in a real time, in real history. These aren't made up things, but these are actual people that the Lord was working through and working in and in a time in history that he was really working to. So we can reap from their stories so much. We can learn so much from them and not because they are parables, which we can also reap from, but because they are true things that happen. So I love talking about Bible characters and diving into scripture in the Old Testament, New Testament, because again, they are real things that took place that we can learn from. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is Joseph. In the Old Testament, Joseph um, was sold by his brothers into slavery. He was a servant. And then he was thrown into prison, wrongly accused for something that he didn't do. And in prison, he waited years as others got their chance out. He watched others be released for better or for worse. He watched people get freedom as he stayed put in prison. I would imagine as it's just him and the Lord, the Lord may be working on bitterness in his heart towards his brothers, forming that relationship with himself more between him and God and giving him those ability to interpret visions in that quiet place. He then after this was released from prison and raised up as a leader because of his ability to interpret dreams. He then faced his brothers who sought food from him and he actually gave it to them and forgave them in like in that interaction we see his forgiveness towards them. I wonder, friend, had he not had those years in solitude or just with a couple people in prison or however that looked like between him and God those years of waiting? Would he have been the dream interpreter that he was? Would he have been the leader that he was? And would he have been able to forgive in the way that he did? And none of those things, none of those things in his own ability, but the Lord working through him in all of those things. Another two people that I want to bring up is Abraham and Sarah. And I just want to bring to remembrance their story of waiting for a child. Sarah was well past childbearing years. And basically, you know, by that point, you're like giving up hope and and waiting for um, having a child. And then they had a son and that son became like this whole genealogy and they became the parents, quote unquote, of this entire people group, the Israelites. And then we see David. King David, as we know him, you know, he's killing Goliath, he's saving the Israelites and he's leading his people. But before that, He is waiting in the mundane as he is a shepherd 
tending to his sheep and protecting his sheep. And he's learning lessons for what God has for him decades later. And he is simply spending time with God, depending on God. Then, not even on his radar, he is called to lead a whole nation. Next, I just want to bring up to Mary's cousin, Elizabeth, and her waiting for a child. She's also well past her childbearing years, quote unquote. And now her child is actually the cousin of Jesus himself. And lastly, I want to talk about the blind man that Jesus heals that is born blind. He spent his whole life in active waiting and really unexpected for a miracle, but just in the season where I guess he's not even waiting at this point, but he's just in this place before this healing, before this big change. And eventually Jesus's glory is to be revealed and he is to be healed. So what do we learn from these stories? I have four different things that I think are really big takeaways from these stories that is really, really important for us to reap and learn and be encouraged by in our own waiting seasons. And again, this may be for you if you're in this waiting season right now. Maybe you know somebody who is, or maybe you're going to be walking into it sometime soon or you know, eventually in the future. And these are things that we can cling to. Before I do, I want to tell you about our last podcast sponsor for today. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. And She Lives Purposefully podcast listeners get 10% off of your first month at faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully. Friend, I have always supported others going to counseling, but I didn't think I needed it until a few years ago. And let me tell you, counseling is life-changing. It helps you process all of these emotions, whatever you're going through, whether it's a big life situation or the day-to-day. But most importantly, my counselor was a Christian, and I think that is so vital as we go to counseling. Faithful Counseling will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. At Faithful Counseling, you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor and schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. Faithful Counseling is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We all need to talk to someone and Faithful Counseling can help. Visit faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully and I'll link that in the show notes to get the professional faith-based counseling that you deserve. And she lives purposefully podcast listeners get 10% off of your first month at faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully and that code should apply directly once you sign up through that link. Thank you again to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so what do we learn from these stories in scripture, from what the Lord did in these people's lives and from their waiting seasons? The first thing I think we learn is that you are not unseen by God. God has not forgotten you and he has not missed your turn on the thing that you are waiting for. I think that we see that really in Joseph, you know, can you imagine being in prison all those years wrongly accused? And I can imagine that, you know, these feelings of being forgotten by God arise, but he had not forgotten Joseph. With Abraham and Sarah, Sarah waiting on this child, she was not forgotten by God. 
David in the field, little did he know the calling that the Lord had on his life and him in the mundane day-to-day just doing what he was called to do as a good shepherd, you know, doing his role in his family, he was not forgotten by God. Mary, mother of Jesus, her cousin Elizabeth was not forgotten by God as she was waiting for a child. And this blind man that Jesus heals who was born blind was not forgotten by God. Friend, you are not unseen by God. Whatever you're waiting for, and you know, I don't know what that looks like for you, what the Lord has planned for you. We we know that sometimes we wait for things and the reality is that they don't come in the way that we expect those things to. But we do know that the Lord sees us and he has not passed over you. He hasn't missed you. He sees you. A second thing that we see from these stories and we can learn from these stories is that God is working. Whether it's on your heart or others' hearts or in other situations, God is working. We see that with Joseph, he is not released until the Pharaoh has these visions that are dreams that need to be interpreted. We see that with David, he's not really raised up until, you know, Goliath is brought forth, until Saul begins to fall and the pieces are put in place. We see that too with um, Mary's cousin Elizabeth giving birth to John the Baptist and that timing that God has here waiting for that to really align with the time that Jesus comes and is born as well. God is working in your waiting season. The third thing we see, this waiting, this waiting season, maybe it's short, maybe it's long. It is not in vain ever. Whether it reaps what you hope or what you least expected, or seemingly sometimes reality, maybe it seems like it's reaping nothing at all. Whether it lasts longer than you expected or whether it ends tomorrow, there is actually things to learn here and now. Lean on and even do in it. There is a God to draw near and simply trust in this time. And the last thing that we learn in these waiting seasons from these characters and from scripture and what God teaches us in this is that in the waiting, we are called to do what we're already called to and follow Jesus. And here's what I mean by that. Joseph wasn't called to escape his station or his situation. He simply served well and then into what he was thrown into unjustly, he was a really diligent servant, even though he was sold into that position, which was awful. And in prison, you know, he wasn't escaping prison, all of these things. He wasn't called to do those things. He was called to do what, to live for the Lord in the situation that he was in with Abraham and Sarah were expected. They're not expected to perform a miracle. David was only called to follow God and to be a good shepherd. He wasn't called to know how to be a king at a young age, but before the Lord um, told, you know, revealed what he had for David. And when the Lord knew before David was born exactly what he called him to, David wasn't called to work all those things up. He was called to be a good shepherd and follow God. And Elizabeth, Mary's cousin, was called to just follow God. And the blind man wasn't expected to heal himself. God is able. God leads. And friend, there is no pressure on yourself to be your own shepherd in your waiting season. 
there is no pressure on yourself to be your own shepherd. And I love that because we've talked about that a lot in our Psalm 23 study that we are wrapping up in, but the Lord is our shepherd. And in our waiting, we're just called to do what he's already called us to, things that we know in scripture that he calls us to do, to love, to glorify him, to love him, to love others and to follow Jesus. We're not called to figure everything out, to earn our way out of the waiting season, or to navigate our whole life plan. We're called to follow our shepherd. So friend, I hope and pray that this episode was an encouragement for you today, that you felt encouraged maybe in your own waiting season, or you felt like you can now either send this to somebody or encourage somebody else in their waiting season. Know if this is for you, if you're in your waiting season, you are not alone in this. There are so many people in waiting seasons, more maybe sometimes than they want to admit. And friend, the Lord is with you in this season. Just because it feels like maybe it's not as active, maybe it feels mundane, maybe it feels like nothing exciting is happening or that everybody else is getting what you want while you are waiting for it, the Lord is with you in it. And this season is not of lesser value than any other season, however exciting or however high on the mountaintop other seasons may seem. This season is not of lesser value in that. These waiting seasons are actually so important. Lean on Jesus, depend on him, run to him, seek him, and know that you are not unseen by God. You are seen by him, that God is working in this season. Your waiting is not in vain, and you are simply called to follow your good shepherd. Friend, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. Be sure to listen to this upcoming Monday's episode on Psalm 23. We are covering Psalm 23 for the last time, which is so crazy. It's our last um, study in it, last episode in it. If you haven't yet, be sure to listen to the whole study. And there is a digital download as well of the study that I'll link in the show notes for you if that's helpful for you to follow along. A ton of you have been downloading it, which makes me so excited. But listen to that study. Um, it's, it's just been such a blessing. And Psalm 23 is one of my absolute favorites, which is why I'm stoked that 311 actually has a couple of products surrounding Psalm 23 and about Psalm 23. So definitely check them out as well. And don't miss next week's episode. We are actually going to be talking about a little bit different than the waiting season, but trusting God with a new chapter. So I'm really excited about that episode as well. Friend, live for Jesus well, live purposefully, and have a fantastic rest of your day. 